we all have to deal with the opinions of others, whether it's family members, friends, or strangers in the supermarket. <laughs> when it comes to education, it seems like everyone has an opinion. But what do you do when someone tells you that they don't think you should homeschool your children? What if they tell you it's cruel, it's selfish, it's wrong? Well, that is what this episode is all about. This is episode number 63 of the Raising Mums podcast. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. So we've just wrapped up another enrollment period, another launch period in my homeschooling course, Launch Your Homeschool. We've closed the doors now for new students and they're going to be closed for at least the next six months. But this, it was just such an incredible experience this time round. And what was the most meaningful part of it to me was the number of people who reached out to me to tell me that the reason that they wanted to enroll was because that a friend of theirs had recommended it to them. And that makes me so happy because, you know, you can't buy that. You can't buy word of mouth recommendations. They're the real deal. It's not like marketing or social media or Facebook ads or anything like that. This is the real deal that people have taken the time and put in the energy to recommend this course to people they know and care about. It means the world to me because as someone trying to serve the, the Muslim homeschooling community, it's proof to me that Launch Your Homeschool is meeting the needs of many families out there. So, you know, thank you so, so much to all of you out there who recommended my course to your friends. It makes me so happy and I'm so thankful to you all. Um, and if you didn't join us this time, I'm still thankful for you as well. I'm grateful that you're here listening to this podcast. And if you did join, then welcome. I can't wait to get to know you and your family better. When somebody expresses to you that they don't think you should be homeschooling your kids, whatever reason that might be, and people can come up with all kinds of reasons, some of them might be valid and some of them are complete nonsense. <laughs> but people express their dislike of your choice for your children, it can have a very damaging effect on you. Particularly if you're new to home education, if you've just started out and someone questions your decision, when you yourself are a little bit shaky on that decision to start with, it can really knock you back. And that's why this, this topic is so important. So let's start this with a story, a personal story. I've spoken about it before, but with my eldest son, I had a very difficult delivery and the first year or two were were difficult. I didn't realise it at the time, but he had reflux. And so for the first six months, he would never seem to be happy. He cried a lot. He hardly slept. And that coupled with being a new mum, nursing for the first time, um, and just all the things that come with taking on that new role, it was a very difficult time for me. And during those first two years, I will never forget a moment in a supermarket. We were walking into our local supermarket and as always is the case, my eldest son refused to put his coat on. Now he'd done this before and so preemptively we used to put a lot of layers on him. Vests, lots of t-shirts, two jumpers so that he was always warm enough. So we were going into the supermarket. It was a cold windy day 
And as we walked in, walking past us was an older woman. Not elderly by any sense, but older, 60 plus. She took one look at me, looked down at my son and said as loudly as she could without shouting, that boy should have a coat on. And then stormed out of the shop. As fragile as I was during those first two years, you can imagine how that affected me. Now I can laugh about it, but then I was so shaken by it. And the same thoughts started going through my mind as no doubt they have in yours. Am I a good mum? I don't know what I'm doing. Why can everybody else do this and I can't? Why won't my son just wear his coat? And that frustration at myself turned into frustration at my son. And that shopping trip has been etched into my mind ever since. Now, fast forward 10 years later, new baby, same problem. Now this toddler who I have now is two years old and he refuses to wear his coat. We have the same issue. And so again, we layer him up, multiple uh, t-shirts and two jumpers, a hat, gloves and all the rest, but no coat. I mean, I'm always hopeful. I take the coat with us, but it always just ends up staying in the boots of the car. So this time, instead of the supermarket, we were on a family holiday in Whitby, I believe, which is a coastal village, beautiful place. And we were walking up the cobbled streets up to the top of a hill, all these small old shops lined each side of the road. And we were going up this hill to get to the museum on the top. It was a cold day and the wind was whipping round. And as usual, my son was not wearing his coat. As we walked up, an older woman was walking down the street. She took one look at me, one look at my son and said loudly, as loudly as she could without shouting, that boy should have a coat on and continued to walk down the street. But this time I replied and I said, oh dear, silly me, I must have left it in the car and carried on walking. Now, of course, I didn't want to be rude to that woman. I don't know what her intentions were. I don't know what's in her heart. But I do also believe that it is important to stand up for yourself when you need to without compromising your morals or your integrity. So I spoke back and as I walked up the hill, me and my husband had a little laugh about it and we enjoyed the rest of our day. Because when it comes to criticism from other people, you can only measure it against two things. First thing you have to measure criticism against is what is their intention? What is the intention be behind those comments? Were either of those women really concerned about my son or were they just voicing the first thought that came into their head without thinking or something even more sinister. Second criteria when someone criticizes you, do they really know what they're talking about? Now, neither of those women knew how many layers my son had on or that he was wearing two thick jumpers. They had no idea. So when you receive criticism as well, weigh it up against those two criteria. What is the intention of that person? Is it pure? Is it sincere? Or is it something else? And secondly, do they know what you know? So we're just gonna take a quick break here for a message from our sponsor. This episode is being sponsored by Mirage Stories. Mirage Stories is an Islamic app for Muslim children. It includes Islamic audiobooks. It includes some Islamic cartoons, which my children love interactive children's stories and lots of educational games. And what I really appreciate and what I know you will appreciate too 
is that there are no adverts, alhamdulillah. And now Mirage Stories have very kindly offered me and offered you listeners an exclusive discount. So if you'd like to claim your discount, just go to ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash Mirage and that will get you up to 30% off. This app is a wonderful alternative to mainstream entertainment for Muslim children ages four through to nine. The quality of their production is outstanding and you know that I really value high quality stories with really rich language and these stories do deliver. Um, Your children can listen to them in the car when they're having their lunch as a bedtime story. It's just a very easy way to incorporate Islamic learning into your child's life. They'll teach your children, you know, how to pray, make wudu, some simple Arabic, learning the names of Allah and so much more. I cannot recommend it enough. We have been using Mirage Stories for years. Um, So if you would like to claim that 30% discount, just go to ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash Mirage. And honestly, it's taken me 10 years to work this out, that not all criticism is actually worth listening to or taking on board. You have to look at the intention behind it and if they really know what you know. So if they know what you know, if they are very knowledgeable, let's say in home education, they're an experienced homeschooler, but you doubt their intention, perhaps there's envy at play, perhaps there's some kind of insecurity that they have, then you have to take their advice with a pinch of salt. You have to just take it and take what you want from it and not necessarily trust it completely. Also, you know, if they have really pure intentions, are really pure of heart, but they know nothing or very little about home education, then you can't really take their advice. You can take it with politeness and kindness, but you can't trust it implicitly. However, if somebody gives you advice and you know that it's coming from a good place and you know that they, they have experience in home education or whatever it is that they're talking about, then it's really important to be able to take advice on as well. Just as it's important to dismiss some advice, it is a really important skill to be able to take it, even if your ego doesn't want to hear it. But I have to say, that kind of advice it's rare to get. Usually those people, those special people, will only really give you advice on rare occasions when they can see something's very badly going wrong or perhaps you ask for it. The vast majority of advice you get will be probably from people who really shouldn't be giving you advice. If somebody's giving you advice and they don't know what they're talking about and you doubt their intention, then it is okay to ignore it. Because if you listen to every piece of advice, then you will end up diluting yourself. If you allow other people to weigh in on your life and your family's life, who don't know what they're talking about and who aren't doing it because they love and care about you, but are doing it for other reasons, then you are playing small for them. You are trading in the freedom and the beauty of home education for people who were never brave enough to try it themselves for people who are never strong enough to stand up against the expectations of society and do something different, something that they knew was right all along. Now, of course, I'm not saying that homeschooling is right for everyone. It's certainly not. 
But you will often find that the people who are most opposed to home education are those who inside are the most insecure about the choices they made for their children. Because what really causes somebody to lash out and be harsh and cruel to another person and put down their dreams and ambitions for their children, what can motivate somebody to do that? It's their own inner struggle. Those people are hurting inside. They are insecure. They are weak. And rather than chastise them or fight back against them, the first thing you need to do is understand and have compassion for them, even if perhaps in the moment you really don't want to. Those harsh comments that you may have received from people about homeschooling your kids, about it not being a good choice, those were a cry for help. That those people who said those horrible things to you just reveal how broken they are inside. It doesn't reveal anything about you. You will never find somebody who is leading their life boldly, who is leading their family with faith and trust in Allah, criticize another person for doing the same thing. You will only get support and encouragement. And this really applies to anything, anything in life. If you are trying to be bold and do something different from your family, from your society and your culture, you are gonna come up against resistance. And that is because people don't like for their way of life to be questioned. But you're not trying to offend anybody by the choices you make. You're just trying to do what is right for you and your children. And that is a wonderful thing. And I want to acknowledge you for that, for being bold and brave, for putting your faith in Allah, for trusting in the process. It takes guts. And mashallah, you have them. So next time somebody criticizes you, I want you to remember that it is okay to ignore those comments if you don't trust that they're coming from a sincere place and if that person really doesn't know what they're talking about. Trust in yourself. Trust in your abilities to do the right thing because nobody knows your children like you know them. Trust in Allah. Make dua to him. Ask him to guide you. You can do this, my friend. So that comes to the end of today's episode. If you've found this useful, inspiring, anything at all, then please head over to wherever you're listening to this right now and leave me a five-star review. It really means a lot to me and it actually does help to spread this message. The internet is a very noisy place and it can be hard for other women in your position to find good content like this. So if you can leave a five-star review or even better, leave a written review telling people why they should listen, then it will help other women like you to find this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Have a beautiful week. Assalamu alaikum.